This is the BASC podcast. Hi there. Welcome back to the Basque podcast. I'm Tom Evans. And this is the British Association for Shooting and Conservation. Uh, it's good to have you with us. Welcome to the April edition of the uh, of the pod and an episode for you today with a very, very important message. So at the uh, end of March this year, 2023, Natural Resources Wales launched a 12-week consultation on proposals to introduce a licensing system for the release of pheasants and uh, partridge, red-legged partridge in Wales. Now, if the proposals are implemented, game bird releasing will be restricted and only allowed under licence. And as we'll hear on this episode, you know, who knows where that will lead. Real fears, I think, that the Welsh Government could potentially shut down game shooting in Wales altogether. Uh, so to help me look into the implications of this proposal, uh, we've got Steve Griffiths, Director for Wales at Basque on the podcast. Hi, Steve. Hi, Tom. Good to have you with us. Uh, also, Dr. Connor O'Gorman, back on the podcast, Head of Policy and Campaigns at Basque. Hi, Connor. How are you? Hi, Tom. Good to be on again. Um, thanks both. So, Steve, let me just start with you, if that's OK. A, a sort of real genuine threat here to the shooting community in Wales, and that's not an understatement, is it? Uh, potentially... Uh, a th- real threat as well to, to much wider than that. So Natural Resources Wales have launched this new consultation. What's the main proposal that they're wanting the public's opinion on? Um, the main proposal is that common pheasant and regulated partridge are added to part one of Schedule 9 of the Wildlife and Countryside Act. Um, this means basically that game bird releasing will be banned in Wales and can only take place under general licence. Okay, so let's, before we get into this, I think just for those that don't know... Can you just explain to us the different how it works in terms of licences in Wales? I know it's quite similar as well with the rest of the UK, but for those that aren't too familiar, how does a general licence work? That, that's that's not essentially an application form that you put in, is it? It's not a certificate you get for an activity. No, a general licence is that sort of you can do certain activities in the countryside under a licence that is reviewed and um, sort of renewed every twelve months. So currently, like sort of, we've got various general licences that we do shooting under, um, and that changes and gets reviewed and that. Like sort of last year, we lost the, the ability to sort of shoot magpie under one of the general licences. Um, so this is like sort of a real dangerous time for shooting, because if they now say that we can only shoot sort of game birds under a general licence, they could review it and restrict it under conditions every single year. Right. Are you feeling, I mean, what's the vibe? Are you feeling that year on year, there's more and more restrictions coming and it's sort of tightening the shooting community unnecessarily? Is that the, is that the general vibe at Basque? Um, very much so. We know um, Welsh Government are, and the ministers are quite vocal. They do not support sort of shooting for leisure purposes. Yeah. Um, these proposals, will they affect, just so I, I get this right, will they affect only special scientific interest sites or is this going to be wider than that if these proposals come in? Um, if these proposals come in as they are in the consultation, it affects all of Wales. So it's not oh, just right. for special sites, it's all of Wales. I don't see how they're going to work these general licences. And then there's a swap over then about general licences being specific licences for European sites and triple SIs. So you have to apply for a specific licence there. Um, so it's really difficult to see how they're going to make this work going forward 
how long is this consultation open for then, Steve? Um, it's, what is it, 12 weeks from the end of March, is it? Yeah, it's 12 weeks started on the 27th of March and it ends 20th of June. Right. Uh, we're going to get into to how people can respond and how our Basque members that listen to this podcast can can have their say. But just give us the headlines there. What are, you, what are we asking of people? Um, it's really important that sort of um, we're a million strong shooting community. We really need to get involved in this consultation. It's an easy consultation. It takes two minutes to respond to. There's only eight questions. So like sort of we're sort of guiding people how to respond and sort of get your responses in so we can show that we are a community that has a voice that should be listened to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Connor, let me just bring you in here just briefly in terms of this consultation on a wider scale. Are there potentially or could there be quite huge implications outside of Wales? Yes, yes. I think there's two two things here. Uh, firstly, our absolute key objective here is to get as many responses from people around the UK as possible to say no to the proposals. Um, this is a stand for us. It's a call to action. What's happening in Wales is being watched by administrations in the other countries. And if we don't make this a bloody battleground and make it as difficult as possible for the Welsh government, others will follow. So we're being watched. Also, it's the first time in a long time that we've launched a national campaign like this to get the numbers in. What's happened over the years is that we've gone from back in the day petitions and you know volume of responses uh, making a difference in consultations to a period where evidence was used. And now we're going back to the, the same thing again. We found in recent years, it's volume of responses that works and the antis beat us every time. So on this occasion, what we're saying across the UK and globally is help the Welsh shooters. What happens in Wales could happen to you. So let's get those thousands, tens of thousands of responses into this very simplistic survey that's on the Natural Resources Wales website. And let's all make a stand Let's show that we every, every one of us has a voice here. Um, there's no point nitpicking and um, having the, the power of hindsight afterwards saying, oh, well, I should have done this and, and all the rest of it. Now's the time to act. Don't wait tomorrow while you listen to the podcast. You know, just go out to the Basque website, act now, Basque website, and do it today. Uh, it takes two minutes. And it's really important that as many of us as possible do that and tell all, all our friends and family as well. Um, if we don't, we lose shooting. Um, you know, our, our silence is the opposition's uh, best weapon. And apathy has, I've seen it over the years over the years, it gets worse every year. And we really, enough is enough. And it's not just for this consultation. If other consultations like this arise in other parts of the UK, we'll be doing the same thing again. We'll be asking everyone to rally a bit to the cause. An attack on one of us is an attack on all of us. Yeah, really well said. Um, really well said. So, Steve, what impact is, is this proposal potentially going to have on on shooting in Wales? I know that's quite a loaded question. It's it's a it's an open question, but I mean, give us the worst case scenario here because there's so many livelihoods connected to shooting. Well, worst case scenario, sort of over a period of time and with like sort of creeping along sort of general license in that, it could mean the end of shooting in Wales. Loss of jobs, sort of the conservation work, all the positives that shooting brings to Wales could be wiped out in one go. I mean, that's... That's quite terrifying because uh, I don't know what the numbers, whether you've got the numbers to hand, but it's a million pound industry, multi-million pound industry in Wales. There's so many people in the countryside connected to this. And and, and this is why, as, as Connor said, it's so important that everybody has this say. We've really got this massive call to action now. We all have to weigh in on this debate, don't we? 
Well, it's, it's worth 75 million plus to the Welsh economy. Right. 2,400 full-time equivalent jobs. Yeah, sort of 7.4 million for conservation benefit every year spent. So it's huge. These are, yeah, they're big, big numbers there. Um, and so in terms of this proposal then that, that we're fighting here, how have Natural Resources Wales reached these suggestions, these proposals? What's that journey that they've been on? Where are they getting their research from? Is it independence? Is it, are they doing that in-house? Uh, how has it worked from that point of view up until this point? Um, it's a little bit of everything. So NRW say there's significant numbers of non-native game birds being released. Some of these are being released in like sort of boundaries of sites of special interest. Um, so that, and there's currently no regulation outside those sites of how many birds are releasing in Wales. Yeah. Um, so that has led to like sort of agencies like Natural Resources Wales um, wanting to monitor this and understand it better. Um, DEFA fetched in an interim regulation approach um, in England. Welsh ministers have, have asked NRW to consider options for regulating game bird releasing Wales. So last year, there was a stakeholders and public were invited to sort of submit evidence, which we have done with some of our partner organisations. And from there, we now got this public consultation. Uh, that's interesting. I'm quite interested in your relationship, BASC's relationship with Natural Resources Wales, actually, because, um, I mean, look, they say here, I'm quoting here, that they, they want to develop an option that is both proportionate and workable. I mean, BASC has previously worked pretty efficiently over the years with the NRW uh, on various issues and on this issue. So how has their transparency been with it up to this point? Um, I, I think sort of um, overall we have a very good relationship with Natural Resources Wales. But I think you have to remember that Natural Resources Wales are funded and work for Welsh Government. So Welsh Government Labour do not support what we do. So they can put pressure on NRW to act any way they want them to. Um, and that's where the issue is. So in your mind, it's clear that there's a, a bias there. It's it's one-sided. Oh, c- completely, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, and when did you get sight of the proposals, Steve, here? As, as Director of Wales, we'd like to think, you know, Basque, with that relationship we've got, you got it pretty early on. Was it was it quite late in the day? Did you per- perhaps need more time for Basque to position themselves before the consultation period opened? How, you know, how did um, that sit? Well, we knew from sort of when they did the call from evidence that there would be a consultation sort of coming later on, which it has done. We didn't know exactly what would be in the consultation. We had a little bit of notice as other stakeholders did a week before, but like the full sort of what's in it, and we got as the general public did, which was about 12 o'clock on Monday. Okay, well, that's interesting. And and what has been the reaction from members on the ground, businesses, shoots? What's been the response of this, this consultation being launched? They appalled what's in the consultation and they can see sort of the direction that sort of Welsh government would like it to end up being. Yeah. Um, but sort of then from our members' base, they're really pleased with the action that Basque are doing and we are standing up that sort of say, we need our voice to be heard. Yeah, and the consequences of these proposals must be fully considered. That's such a huge message. And that at the moment is where Basque is sitting, saying it, we really feel it, it, the, the whole picture is not being taken into account. Well, yeah, they don't. They pick little bits that they want for their agenda, which would be a bang on shooting in the future. Yeah. Connor, um, just coming back to you here, what, I mean, what is Basque doing to, to counter this consultation? Um, it's it's a big job at hand and as head of policies and campaigns. You know, we'd love to, your opinion on this. What can Basque do? to counter this? 
Well, the key, the key thing is this is a numbers game. So uh, that's why we've launched this uh, Act Now campaign uh, across the UK. Uh, we need as many responses as possible to it. Um, we're also um, asking shoots and, and so for the general for the general public, you know, the people who shoot, people who are part of the countryside rural life, we just want uh, as many people as possible to go onto our website, Act Now, uh, Act Now Basque, uh, go onto our website and follow the links there to the, the NRW survey and just say no to all the questions. That's that's the basic thing we're asking. Okay. Two minutes of your time to do that. We're also asking um, shoots and, and businesses that rely on shooting in Wales uh, and the borders uh, to respond in detail to the consultation. So those case studies will be very important. There'll be a lot more detail for that. Um, but so there's two aspects to it. One, massive response from everyone in the UK just saying no, 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 no to the, the questions. Uh, and then the more detailed case studies. Um, and I know a lot of people listening be thinking, oh, not respond to a consultation. I don't know how to do that. I, you know, I don't have time for that. It literally, don't overthink it. Just follow uh, the links from our webpage. All we're saying is put in your name, put in your email address, and where the questions come up, just say no to each one uh, in turn. Some of the questions are really confusing and purposely so, we think, mm -hmm. uh, where they start talking about guidelines for game bird releasing. They mentioned the game Wildlife Trust. Don't be fooled by any of that. They're leading questions. They want you to say yes, say no. And what work, have, I mean, have you guys been undertaking with other shooting organisations? Because the whole countryside community are going to be coming together for this. Yeah, so, uh, so we're all working together. Um, we're all trying to reach our membership in different ways through social media, through emails, through the magazine, you know, the various membership magazines, uh, through emails. Um, and we're sharing each other's content on social media as well. So, um, so everyone's absolutely uh, determined, working together uh, to get a massive response to this uh, consultation where we make a stand and we say, no, enough is enough. This, it's not even about, this isn't about game board releasing. This is about shutting down shooting um, and we have to make a stand. We're seeing our rights being eroded away year after year. Um, you know, what we have here is uh, lack of trust from government, a government that wants to control every aspect of our lives and that includes shooting. They don't trust us to do what we've done for generations which is look after our land sustainably. Every shoot up and down the country knows their land. They know what that land can take in terms of sustainable shooting, the number of uh, pheasants and red legs uh, to release every year, what works well with the wildlife, what works well with the cover crops. Um, we, know, we know best at the local level. Mm. These type of proposals are coming in from the top, uh, one size fits all, bringing in licensing systems, which, which are going to be unworkable and put us at one stroke of a pen away from a ban. Uh, you imagine we've got now if this all goes through, which we hope it won't, we'd put a massive battle against it. But if it did go through, we'd have a general license across, of, across Wales. And at any point, the Welsh Government could tell Natural Resources Wales, withdraw that license because of X, Y and Z, whatever reason the Minister comes up with. And we're talking about an anti-shooting Welsh Government that's already on a record saying they're against live quarry shooting. So imagine they get that power in their hands. How are they going to use that? And there's not another step. And that could happen in, anywhere else. And there's not another step, Connor, in between to stop the government uh, bringing in these wider implications for the shooting community. They could just shut it down like that. There's nothing in the way to stop them. Yes, uh, they can do that. That's what naturally, that's what naturally England did a few years ago for the general licenses in England, where 
um, they, they shut down all pest control um, at the stroke of a pen. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very vulnerable situation we would be we would be in. And you know, reason, we're reasonable people as as people that choose. You know, a lot of us might think, well, what's wrong with the licensing system? You know, that's absolutely fine. You know, we do everything well. It should be evidence led. Absolutely not. Mm. We do not want them getting that kind of power. Um, ultimately, every landowner should have the right to um, manage their land sustainably, and they decide uh, how many pheasants, how many red legs to release. There's Game and Wildlife Conservation Trust guidelines. Uh, there's standards. We even do research. You know, the shooting industry does research on uh, game bird releasing. Uh, we know that there can be impacts if you over-release. So we give guidance on that. It's about self-regulation. It's about trust. And we should be allowed to just crack on and do what we need to do in terms of managing the countryside, about custodians of the countryside. Um, and let me give paint a picture here, if you like, with regard to wildfowling, for example, in Wales and in England. We have wildfowling clubs now who... They're, they're, the, the volunteers in the wildfowling club committees are spending hundreds of hours buried in red tape for consenting purposes, for permission to shoot ducks and geese, for the sake of shooting a few ducks and geese. That's how the power is being abused, um, that, you know, people, volunteers be inundated. Can you imagine every farm shoot in the country and the people involved in the farm shoot have to sit down and spend hours and hours, uh, days and days going through the procedures for an individual license to release a few pheasants. Yeah. It's absolute madness. Yeah. Um, and this is why this call to action is is so important. And Steve, it, it doesn't matter, does it, whether you live in Wales or not? This has got, as, as we've heard, massive implications right across um, the UK. So whether you, you know, you love the countryside, you love working your dogs, whatever it is, you, you're more passionate about the conservation side of things. This will impact you. This is why we need we need everybody coming together to have their say. Yeah, I say Welsh government have always liked to take responses from anybody anywhere in the world. So it doesn't just be from the devolved nations. Anywhere in the world, if you care about shooting and conservation in Wales, please respond to this consultation. Yeah, and and when might the proposed changes potentially come into force, Steve? Um, we, I mean, in time for which well, particular they, season are we looking at they, here? They say in the twenty four twenty five season. They will be licensing in place. Right. And then this is, you see, this is an area where the evidence is, is rapidly evolving. Um, the evidence they're going to be looking at here uh, that, that's relevant to their proposals. And so we hope what, that they'll keep things under review over the next 12 months or so if, if more evidence comes in. Um, well, we've got no, once they fetch in general licenses, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, we asked them to delay and let's see what evidence DEFRA's uh, interim approach would prove. Because there's an awful lot of research and evidence being gathered there at the moment. Um, but unfortunately, NRW Welsh Government didn't want to wait. They want to move forward at their pace. Right. Connor, um, finally, what happens once the consultation is closed here? What's the next steps? Um, it might take a few months. I hope it takes years for them to go through all the responses. Um, let me again paint a picture. Uh, last year, we had a six-month um health and safety executive consultation on proposals to ban lead ammunition. Only 2,000, around 2,400 people responded to that consultation. And yet they, that was enough to delay uh, their, their proposals for six months. Now imagine if we get thousands and thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of responses to this consultation and we bury natural resources wells and red tape uh, in having to go through those responses. That would be fantastic. Um, and it will be a message to other administrations around the country. Don't mess with us. We're, we're here for a fight. Uh, I will not put up with uh, this kind of abuse of power. 
Absolutely. Very strong message, as you say. Um, well, listen, thank you both. Um, it's been really interesting to learn more about this and the importance of this call to action. Um, Steve, where can people go just to read up on this a little bit more? I, I guess the Basque website is the, is the first point of call there. Yeah, they can go to the Basque, Basque website if they're not members. If they're members, we've sent out emails, Facebook. There's various links. We'll be at all the shows over the next 12 weeks. So you'll see it at shows. So and, oh, there's various ways of catching up and being able to respond to this consultation. Yep. And it closes ooh, end of Tw- June, middle of June, tw- was it? 20th of June. 20th of June. All right. Okay, Steve Griffiths, Director for Wales at Bass. Thank you very much. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Tom. And Dr. Conor O'Gorman, Head of Policies and Campaigns at Bass. Conor, thanks for the insight. Thank you very much, Tom. So there we have it. Uh, We are calling on everybody to act now to help Welsh shooters by saying no to these proposals. We will need your support to win. And as a little reminder on why this is so important, here's a message from Basque's Chief Executive, Ian Bell. This is a call to action. The Welsh Government are undertaking a public consultation into game bird release, an activity that is absolutely critical to our rural way of life. Say no to the proposals. We are seeing more consultations where decisions are being made and our voice is not being heard. Our community is a million strong. We all know the benefits of well-run game management and shooting. Economic, social, well-being and importantly conservation. I'll give you one fact. On land that is managed for game according to best practice we have 150% more songbirds than land that is not. That is a great story and it's only one of many great stories. This is absolutely essential. It doesn't matter whether you live in Wales, whether you shoot, pick up, or have a general interest in nature and our environment and way of life, take part in this consultation. The risk of us not taking part is our voice is not heard. If your way of life is important to you, if conservation is important to you, if working your dogs is important to you, if your business is important to you, if this whole rural package is important, don't let silence be the opposition's best weapon. Ian Bell, Basque's chief executive. Uh, Basque.org.uk forward slash act now. That's where you need to go. That's the website. Basque.org.uk forward slash act now. Share the link with others if you can, please. The consultation closes on the 20th of June, 2023. And as we've heard from our guests on the podcast today, don't let silence be the opposition's best weapon. Thanks for listening. The Bass Podcast is a media cage production and we'll see you next time.